Now, before Archduke Ferdinand was assassinated, tensions were already extremely high among all of Europe. But this assassination would trigger an all-out war, World War One. Now, what's even more important to understand, and what I want to repeat, is that tensions were already high in Europe even before the assassination of France uh, of Archduke Ferdinand. Now, almost exactly a century beforehand, in the 1800s, a meeting of European states at the Congress of Vienna had basically established a balance of power that would last for almost a century, so it was successful. And by the way, I talked about the Congress of Vienna in my last season, but by 1914, a multitude of different forces were threatening to disturb this balance of power that the Congress of Vienna had promised. So the first thing was the Balkan Peninsula. You can think of the Balkan Peninsula as that southeastern part of Europe that is Turkey now. So it was a particularly unstable region because it was formally under the control of the Ottoman Empire. And its status was very, very iffy by the late 1800s. And that was as the weakened Turks continued their slow uh, withdrawal from Europe because the Turks had had a lot of Europe and then they were slowly losing Europe. But its status became very shaky. Now, Austria-Hungary had a lot of small minorities, Germans and a bunch of different people within Austria-Hungary. And in Austria-Hungary, many of these small minorities had continued to fight for their freedom and fight for their independence. So Austria-Hungary was really worried for its future. Now, as I mentioned in part one and two, it would take in 1908, it would annex Balkan provinces of Bosnia and Herzegovina, which was a bad move because it would anger Serbia, which would just lead to the assassination of Franz Duke Ferdinand, which would just make Serbia even more angry, Austria even more angry, and eventually trigger war. So if you thought the drama was bad enough, There was even more drama happening in Western Europe and in Russia. So Russia, in the meantime, while all of this is happening, it had kind of formed an alliance with France because Russia was really angry over the German annexation of some of their lands in the the aftermath of the Franco-Prussian War, which was a war between France and Prussia in 1870-1871. So France was angry about the Germans taking their lands and it had allied with Russia against Germany. Now, Great Britain would eventually kind of enter this alliance because its naval domination, Great Britain had an incredible navy that was threatened by Germany who had a growing navy. So this alliance would become the Triple Entente or the Triple Entente. So they would be matched by the German-Austro-Hungarian alliance, which was Germany and Austria-Hungary. Austria-Hungary. And this meant that any kind of regional conflict between any kind of nations would trigger all of the allied nations to get involved and cause a war all across Europe. Now, Austria-Hungary wanted to maintain its authority. 
And in order to maintain its authority, as well as its credibility as a major player in the Balkan region, and just as a great power in general, it needed to make sure that it enforced its authority over insolent crime like the one on France, Ferdinand. Now, Serbia and Russia had ties, so it was worried that if it made a threat to Serbia or anything happened like that, Russia would intervene and that would kick off this whole large-scale war, which they didn't want, which is a lot of dramatic irony looking back on it now. So in order for Austria to feel more credible and to look more credible, it needed Germany's help to back it up. Remember, Germany and Austria-Hungary uh, Austria were allied. So Emperor Franz Joseph, he would write a letter, a very personal letter, to Kaiser Wilhelm that asked for his support, Kaiser Wilhelm of Germany. And on July 6th, German Chancellor Theobald Bethlehem Holweg, he told Austrian representatives that Vienna and Austria had Germany's full support. So on July 23rd, with Germany's support, the Austro-Hungarian ambassador arrived in Serbia and he delivered to the Serbians an ultimatum. The Serbian government must be proactive in eradicating any kind of terrorist organizations within its borders. It needs to suppress any kind of anti-Austrian propaganda and it needs to accept an independent investigation by the Austro-Hungarian government into the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand, or it will face so-called military action. <laughs> <laughs> 